Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Are some of you out there just tired? Lord, please have mercy on me. Send me relief. Whether it be something that's in your personal life, mentally, physically, spiritually, that you're battling, that you're trying to change, Or it could be what's not directly in your personal life, but in the world. And what is going on with evil showing itself, yet so many people blindly following. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I get tired. I just saw the other day. Actually, it was last night. Seems like the other day. We had storms whipping through all day. It was great. I was thanking God because we really needed the rain. And I was grateful for it. And then the power went out and we have a basement. And down there, somehow, because we hadn't had rain in such a long time, with the amount that came down, it didn't have anywhere to go. So it kind of started seeping through this little crack that we have in the basement and we have carpeting down there. So at the same time, I'm thanking God for all of the rain and that we needed it. (laughs) Everything needed a drink. I was also praying, please don't flood our basement kind of thing at the same time. And so that's why I say, you know, you may be tired and here I am thinking it was a couple of days ago, but it was just last night. We were out of power for four hours and I just turned on my phone briefly to see what was going on, see if the... Electrical people were in the neighborhood trying to fix what was up. And I pop on to social media and there's this person ranting and raving about gun violence. That's the term, right? I could have said gun control. Actually, that's what I was just about to say, but I am even programmed to say gun violence. (laughs) Look how clever... Satan is with words. And it happens all over, over and over and over again. We have been given talking points, whether we like it or not. Think about when COVID came. First, it was coronavirus, which, by the way, is the common cold. Wonder why they changed it to COVID-19. And then all of a sudden, we're talking about the new normal and we're taking on phraseology, social distancing, 
and things that we have never said before. This is how programmable we are. It's crazy. And so it bothered me because I just wanted, I know this person. This isn't just someone I don't know. I've known this person for a long time. But this person has definite different views. And I was kind of like, you know what? I'm not even going to go there. And I said, I'll sleep on it and see what God puts on my heart. I obviously haven't prayed on it. But this morning I got up. I really didn't sleep much. I think I fell asleep about two. So I got a couple of hours of sleep. And I just felt tired. Physically, yes. But emotionally and mentally, because it came, you know, you wake up and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm awake. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is where we are. This is where the world is right now. This is difficult. But I don't know about you. I would much rather have an information war and win it by being able to play a part in it than to have the traditional war with bombs and tanks and lives taken, even though lives are being taken, just differently. But it's hard because some people don't even know we're in a war. Some people across this earth don't even know that their government, their universities and school systems, that corporations, that corporate media of all kind, of Hollywood, of sports figures, they are all in it together to push evil onto us. It's that simple. And quite frankly, in America, to destroy God's country. And we need to get up every day for the love of God and country and speak about what is happening. So, for example, in this gun case situation, I'm still going to pray through it. I I honestly haven't. I just needed to get this podcast done today because I got a later start. But I look at it and say, okay, I could send a few videos. As a matter of fact, last night, if you missed it, please DVR or record Tucker Carlson because he's got some great segments. I don't always agree with him. I'm not always a fan. There are times when I will not watch him because of what he does say or doesn't say, what he covers or doesn't cover. But last night was awesome. He actually said, wait a minute, let's look at guns. It's funny, I follow another guy on a podcast and he says, yeah, you know, see if your gun is violent. Put it on the ground and watch it. See how many people it kills. Funny little thing, right? But downright logical. Made sense to me. And so Tucker went on to say, look, we are, if you look at all the people who have committed these school shootings, first, 
they seek out a gun-free zone. So getting rid of guns and punishing the law-abiding citizens who, quite frankly, are some of the most careful, meticulous people about gun safety. And that's because they know that these guns can take lives. Maybe they have them in their house for protection and they also have them in their house for hunting, but never because I'm exposed to them. My husband's a hunter and I have never seen anyone pick up a gun lightly or when having someone else shoot it, not go through the exhaustive process of training them, teaching them and beating it into them that this can take a life. This is not something that you monkey around with. So that went on to say, let's look at the people. The people are young males. What is happening in this world with men? Toxic masculinity is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And I have to tell you, I am so blessed and grateful that I have a manly man as my husband. A guy who can fix a car, fix anything in the house, who can look at something and think so many different ways to improve it, who isn't lazy, gets up and wants to do stuff every day. He's not a metrosexual kind of guy. He, you know, nothing wrong with that, I guess. You know, he doesn't go get his nails done. He does go get his hair cut. I don't know why he doesn't let me do it since COVID. (laughs) I think I did a pretty good job. But other than that, that's it. And he puts a little hair dye on his eyebrows because they're super gray. (laughs) So, but that's it. This is a man who... God raised as a man who God created as a man. And we are very complimentary in that respect. And that's on purpose. But he went on to say, these men were either they were living alone with their mom. They didn't have a father figure. This guy most recently in my state, Highland Park, Illinois, is probably an hour away from me. wearing a dress, you know, the, the, oh, just, I, I'm just sitting there thinking these men and it's happened before COVID, but even after COVID with this transgenderism and these men wanting to be women and homosexuality and all of this, it has really done a number on men. And that's by design. That's on purpose. They don't want strong men. They don't want manly, masculine men. They want men who run and scream and act like women when conflict comes their way. Okay. The bottom line is this. We can continue to fight and we should. And we should continue to wake up every day and ask for more faith, ask for more 
ammunition. While we're in a war without weapons, we need ammunition. We need to be able to talk to people in their language, meet them where they're at, and just shine the light on the fact that there are so many people in your country and my country that don't want the country to survive, don't like the country. That's the split. That's the ideological divide is what we are seeing in America and what this administration is doing is everything but focusing on America. At the same time, we're trying to, we, administration, government, is trying to control gun purchases. We, as Americans, we're saying, oh my gosh, send guns over to Ukraine. Get everybody in Ukraine a gun. Everybody needs to fight. Same logic. We're sending billions and billions of dollars over to Ukraine to protect their border and their nation, but not our own. Wide open. If you're listening to what's going on in Texas, they're basically saying that it's an invasion. This is by design. And so whether we like it or not, God has put us here for such a time as this. God has also blessed us with eyes that can see and ears that can hear. So what we just need to do is remind people of what's been happening. If someone says it's the Putin price hike, we can laugh and say, oh, not really. This has been going on for months before Putin. The day, six hours after Biden signed or was sworn into office, quote unquote, not even sure what's going on with that whole thing. Is it legit? It wasn't on the same time. Did the Bible, was the Bible upside down? Was it not upside down? There was all this ruckus about that. But in the end, Six hours after he did that, he shut down the Keystone Pipeline. We were energy independent. This is on purpose. He also cut a bunch of leases and put in the regulations that make it so difficult to drill. This is by design. Independence Day. Not sure if many of you were even out there on social media or seeing what was going on out there, but there were so many people who were hating on America. And this is what we need to stop. This is what we need to educate people on. And this is what we need to reinforce every day. How blessed we are as Americans, if you're listening to this as an American, and even how blessed you are not as an American to live where you are, And to be a rock for people to hold on to in the storm. As the waters flow up and the wind whistles and people are just flailing with the wind, whichever way the wind blows, that's kind of how things are going. And let's not forget that it's emotional. That's what they do. This is Satan's biggest deal. And I want you to take this as I'm speaking and listen to all of this in your life. 
How many times do you get sucked up in the emotions? How are you able or not to give it to God and say, God, I know you've got a plan for this. And then to give him your tiredness, your worry, your anxiety, your frustration, your anger. To where else should we go? God is our strength, our pillar, our rock. So if today is a day that you're just tired and you don't want to play this game anymore, I get it. These are the days where we need to reach down, grab our bootstraps, pull them on tight, gird our loins, pray, 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 pray. Do not forget to deliver spirits of anxiety and worry and anger, frustration, especially when it comes to people that you know. And if things are emotional button pushers for you, don't go there. Don't go to social media. Disconnect. Watch a beautiful spiritual movie. Watch the passion. Let's remember that this life is short. We don't even have a guarantee of the next minute. So let's stop worrying about the future. I was even thinking into the fall this morning when I woke up. Let's just live for today. Let's just ask the Lord to give us love and joy and peace and strength and courage and the ammunition In other words, go find those reasons, those short little things that you can say to someone. And it doesn't even mean that it's going to be a big conversation. It could even be just a response on a social media or a response to email or to text. Well, I've put my gun on the floor for the last two weeks and it hasn't killed anybody. As funny as that is, it's true. It's like a meme, (laughs) you know? I I saw a meme saying, we are in World War III and we're fighting it with memes. And it's hilarious because we are. Because memes have a comical way of sharing truth. Maybe you need more ammunition. I don't know. But let's not just say, I'm tired today. I'm not going to fight the fight. Because this isn't a war physically. This is a spiritual war. This is a war of the mind we are in here. Okay, I know I'm getting late, but I want to share one more thing. Mind, body, soul, spirit. How are you doing with that? I wasn't doing so good for a couple of weeks. Father's Day was two Sundays ago. And since then, I just kind of strapped on the feed bag. (laughs) You know, I was just eating ridiculously. It started because I made these cookies that are like bacon and walnut, caramel, 
chocolate chip, obviously, um, and pretzels. And they were a big hit and I ate, you know, five of them that day. And that's great. Enjoy those moments. Enjoy those feast days. But then it went into the next day and then the next day. And then I made, I bought angel food cake and then I made pound cake. And it was just like, what is going on? I had leftover ice cream from my visitor the weekend before. (laughs) And I got to a point after the 4th of July, after celebrating, I said, I'm done. And for me, that means drastic measures. I mentioned it, I think, yesterday. Sometimes we do little things to try and change, and and sometimes they don't work, and they fall back, and it's just time to do something drastic. So I'm juicing. I went to the store yesterday, bought a bunch of fruit. Yesterday I had, what, a glass and a half? It was carrots, celery, tomatoes, and corn, corn on the cob that I had left over. I mean, I pretty much was the garbage disposal in my, oh, and bell peppers, yellow, red, and orange, a half each. These are things in the refrigerator I had to eat. And that's all I had yesterday. And I woke up, the scale reflects five pounds. That just goes to show how much bloat I had going on. But there's something different in it. There's something amazing when I was hungry. I mean, again, I was up till two o'clock last night. I could have easily grabbed a bite to eat, but I didn't want to open up the fridge. You know, I'm like, I want to keep the coldness in here. I don't know how long the power is going to be out. But when it comes down to mind, body, soul, and spirit, sometimes we got to make big moves. So if you're sitting here and you're like, okay, maybe now's my big move time. Just do it. I hate to sound like Nike because I can't stand them as a company, but just do it enough already because you're going to be better when you go to God, when you have that spiritual time with him. If you just jump into your day, jump into the news, jump into social media, it's not going to be the same. I guarantee it. Because we don't live purposefully and filled with meaning. Remember, we are here to bring people to Jesus. We are here to share the truth. We are here to be pillars of strength and love for everyone around us, no matter where they're at. And that takes perseverance. That takes strength and courage. That takes a lot out of you. But when you're with God... And when you ask him to give him your strength and every day you humbly offer him your life and everything you have from people, relationships, material goods, finances, you realize how sometimes we make it worse by festering over it, by thinking about it, by worrying about it, by thinking too far into the future, whatever it is that you're trying to battle, whatever it is that you're trying to change in your mind, body, soul, and spirit, know this. 
thinking about it and worrying about it and putting it off isn't doing you any good. It's just prolonging what you have to do and possibly even making it worse, which is what happened to me. Two weeks of throwing care to the wind and not even thinking about anything I'm putting in my mouth, what I'm doing with my body. I mean, I did work out here and there, but that was only because I was like, oh my gosh, I better move this body. Like (laughs) there were days when I didn't even have a waist. Like I would put my hands on my hips and there's no waist there. And so I actually had two, I'm trying to get to where I was two weeks before. So that just means the more you put it off, the harder it's going to be. And maybe even the worse it's going to be. So take some time today and ask the Lord to give you the strength to persevere in your life and to speak truth, to give you ammunition that you need, both for other people, but also for yourself. We are not supposed to be slaves to our body. We are not supposed to be slaves to this world. We are supposed to be slaves to God, which means we need him in our heart. We need him in our soul and in our mind always. And we need to just live in today. Half of the problem is us thinking about the future. And we can't do one thing to change it. We can only do what we can do right now. So let's not succumb to tiredness and weariness, right? Jesus says, come to me for all of you who are seeking rest, who are tired and weary. I will replenish you. So let's seek his power, his joy, his love, his peace today. And remember, we are chosen to be here now. We're called to make a difference. And that calling, unfortunately, is not something that any of us should walk away from. We can. I just feel that would be turning my back on God. He's blessed me with so much and poured out so much grace in my life that I just want that for other people. And I not only want that for other people, I want that for the world. I want everyone to, I mean, think of a world where you lived like that, where you woke up and you talked to God and you asked God how you can serve him today and serve others. If we all had that mentality, can you imagine what this world could be? This is what God wanted. Unfortunately, Satan has twisted and turned and perverted everything that's good. But (laughs) God won. God slowly awakening people. And we are here to be the water in the face, the slap on the cheek, the shaking of the shoulders, the whispering in the ear, hey, wake up. 
gently, right? We don't want to shock people to death. Because they're going to need us as they slowly but surely come out of the slumber. Let's think about ourselves. We needed people too. So let's just chill. Sorry, this is such a long one. I don't know. I just felt this need to talk to everyone and just give them a, an encouraging word and don't give up, but do yourself a favor. Honestly, just live today. Cause if you're anything like me, you're thinking about the future, you're thinking about this, you're thinking about that, you're wondering, and all the what ifs come into your mind and it does us no good, no good. It makes it worse. Trust me. Lord, pour out your spirit into each one of us. Fill us to the brim, to the top of our head with joy and zeal for this life. Help us have energy and a desire to get out and communicate and speak and love people. Help us to remind ourselves that we can be the light that the people around us need so much who are walking in complete darkness. Thank you for our faith, Lord. Please give us more. We need courage. We need ears to hear when we should speak, and we need ammunition. Whatever you can do to help us with everything that's going on, specifically ways that we can speak to people, we'd be so grateful. In your son's name, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Okay, everyone, I love you all. Don't fear. Be happy. Be joyful. This life is short. Live this day like it's your only day. Find something more with God, everyone. Have a blessed and inspired day.